Hello, hello. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to Pure Nonsense. Welcome to another episode. I am now consistently uploading on Thursdays, so I hope you like Thursdays. I feel like it's a good day for me to upload because it gives me time to either record over the weekend or if I'm busy, I can record at the beginning of the week. Then I have time to edit it, all of that. Right now it's Tuesday. Uh, It's a great Tuesday. The sun is shining. I have been liking the weather here in North Carolina. I am very, very excited because later this week, actually on Thursday, when this is going up, when you're listening to it, it is going to be so warm. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be a great day on Friday. The high temperature is like in the 80s. Oh, I am so excited for that. I can't tell you how excited I am for all the spring fashion, all the spring outfits. I am not, I've said this before, I think, I am not a winter person. I do not like layering clothes, layering when it's so cold and you put leggings on under your pants. And then if you want to go out to have fun and you want a really cute outfit, I feel like it's just harder to do that in the winter. It's not impossible by any means, but if you don't have like ample closet space or if you don't have endless money, you know, it's like you can't buy those cool like massive jackets, like big leather coats with fur and stuff like that. You you know, if you could go to that extent, then sure, I'm sure your winter outfits look incredible. And even if you can't, I'm sure they still look good, right? But I feel like with spring and summer outfits and even fall outfits with just a sweater, it is so nice to get dressed in the morning and to put together an outfit when you don't have to have too many pieces going into just one outfit. Because I, I just can't, I can't do winter dressing for the winter it is not my favorite thing. So I am very excited for spring. I, I, oh my gosh, it's the first day of spring. When I'm, it's March 21st. Oh my gosh, it's actually the first day of spring. So instead of saying I am excited for spring, we're already in spring. I'm just excited at this point. So that, that's amazing. I just realized today's the first day of spring. It's like 5 p.m. Happy spring. Are you excited? I hope so. This is going to be incredible. Uh, minus the pollen. We do get a lot of pollen here and that that can hurt. One thing, if you have bad seasonal allergies, I did this last year. Didn't know it would do anything. I just bought it because it looked good and I wanted to try it. Go to your local farmer's market and get honey. Like just raw natural honey that they put in jars at certain booths at the farmer's market. Get a jar of honey. You can get a lot of it. I mean, they, when you buy a little mason jar, I say little, but it's a lot of honey and it's like $10. Go get some raw honey from your local farmer's market because that means they're local bees and your allergies won't even be nearly as severe as they normally are if you do have bad allergies. Maybe you want to pair that with some Claritin also. But last year, I started eating honey from the farmer's market. I, I put it in my coffee, put it on my toast. I love, um, I was I was going to say peanut butter and honey, but I do almond butter. Almond butter, honey sandwiches, almond butter, honey toast with some banana, 
with some chia seeds on top. Oh, that is so good. But if you use the raw honey, they're local bees and your body is used to, you know, like the pollen and all that stuff. It works. It actually works. So if you do have bad allergies and you're thinking, oh, the spring season is coming. I'm about to get sick for like a month and a half straight. Not looking forward to that. Take some Claritin. Okay. It's, you know, I feel like Claritin works for me. So maybe take that and then get some honey from the farmer's market, from your local farmer's market. If you get it from somewhere where you don't live, it's not going to do you any good. It'll taste good. It's not going to do you any good. It's so, it is so delicious. It really is. Once I started eating farmer's market honey and then I went like, and I, I ran out of it and then we had the regular like bottled grocery store honey in the pantry. So I had some of that on my toast. It is not even close to being the same. It's crazy. Farmer's market honey is so much better. So there's your tip for the day if you're not looking forward to seasonal allergies. But anyways, yeah, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having an amazing week, an amazing day. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you're doing very well. I just got back from my trip to New York with my mom. We went and visited my sister and that was very fun. Um, New York is not is not my ideal place. Okay. New York is hectic. It is, that is a good word to describe it. It's hectic. I am so tired. Uh, we got back Sunday night and so I slept great Sunday night in my own bed. And then today's Tuesday. I've had like two days to catch up on my sleep at this point. I am still tired. Uh, my sister looked at her Apple watch on like the last day that we were there and she looked at like the amount that we had walked since the day we got there and then throughout the trip it was like 30 miles 30 miles and it's not it's not like leisure walking you know it's not like oh look at that oh look at that we were speed walking it was funny because my mom and I we were just wanting to walk slow we were wanting to take our time just look around just relax But because my sister lives there, she knows where everything is. She knows how to get everywhere. She's already seen everything herself pretty much. So she's just walking. She's, and she has long legs. Okay. She speed walks. And so my mom and I were trying to catch up the whole time. We were like, Sarah, Sarah, stop. She was going so fast and I am tired, but it was a fun trip. It really was. New York has great food. That is one thing that I will never disagree with about New York City. Great food. I couldn't personally live there. It's not a place that I would like to move and live, but visiting, it is very fun. So, the food's good. The drinks are good. Great bakeries. I loved going to the bakeries and great coffee. Fantastic coffee. So, stuff like that there is amazing, but if you're looking to relax and kind of unwind kind of, you know, leave the office for a weekend and just, just relax and don't go to New York City. Go to the beach. But, you know, the shops are fun. Okay. Here's, oh, this, this, this is ridiculous. The thrift stores in New York, they all call themselves like vintage stores, right? Doesn't matter where it's from. It could have an H&M tag and it'll be in a vintage store. And 
compared to thrifting in Raleigh, when you look at that compared to New York, it is drastically different. You can go thrifting in Raleigh. You can go to a Goodwill, just regular thrift store, wherever you want to go, and you can get a jacket for like $6, right? There are things that I will find in thrift stores here, and if it's $10 or more, I'm like, whoa, that's a bit pricey. I'm going to put that back. Not worth the $10. The prices of thrifted clothes in New York, those things have designer price tags. There was a cute jacket, $300 at a thrift store. I saw this cute ring and I asked the lady behind the counter because it was like in a little locked box. I was like, excuse me, can I see that ring? And you know what? What's the price of it? I really like it. She said it's $3,000. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> That's not in my price range. So I'm going to put that back in the box. And then there was a t-shirt. My sister found it in a vintage store and she held it up and she was like, Maggie, oh my gosh, Kendall would love this. Kendall's my boyfriend. And it was like this vintage 80s t-shirt and it was PBR. So like the front of the shirt had this old PBR graphic and then it was like the blue and red and all of that. And it was so, it was an awesome t-shirt and it was his size. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I have to get it for him. This is going to be the gift that I get him on this trip. You know, I I was so excited that she found that. And then I, she turned the price tag around and it was $130 for a t-shirt. And when I tell you this like vintage, it was so thin like, it was such an old t-shirt that the material was so thin that you, you couldn't, definitely don't put it in the dryer, but even if you put it in the wash and put it on a delicate cycle, there's no way that thing wouldn't break into a million pieces. So, I was like, come on, guys, because I know we all talked about the stores afterwards. We were like, you know, there's no way that the people that own those stores don't go maybe like upstate, or maybe they go to a different state, I don't know, and they go into actual thrift stores like Goodwills where things are $4 and they find, you know, they they curate all their pieces and then they go back to their store and they're like, okay, that's $200 for that t-shirt even though I bought it for $3, which if they're traveling, if they're spending all their time curating it, and then if they have to pay the rent on a storefront in New York, understandable, right? I get that. Also, I'm in the wedding industry and weddings are very expensive. So I feel like at this point, whenever I complain about the price of something, I'm like, okay, I am in the wedding industry. Everything relating to weddings is expensive. So, but also the things that I do, it's like handmade, it's custom. And someone finding a t shirt in Goodwill, that's not custom. But, anyways, the food, I still. I will always say that New York has great food. They really do. Also, just want to say, just because New York is not for me doesn't mean it's not for plenty of other people. I mean, obviously, it's a very popular place to live, of course. My sister is thriving there. You should see her apartment. It is so cute. She's decorated it so nicely. The neighborhood she lives in, it's it's amazing. Like, the coffee shop she has near her, the park. I love that. 
I feel like the things I like about New York are like going to the park and getting a coffee and then going to a nice restaurant for dinner. That's the kind of stuff that I like if I'm going there. Also, I do think I would like it more visiting when it is warm versus cold just because I don't like the cold at all, no matter where the cold is, right? But went to New York, had an amazing time. It was so good to see my sister. We had like a whole girls weekend with her, my mom and I. It was a good time. I'll probably visit again sometime this year, hopefully, like I said, when it's warm. But the reason I'm talking about my trip to New York, the reason I'm recapping it is because I want to talk today about the quality of life. And I know, you know, the quality of life, that's just a general, a general thing. But I kind of want to talk about how to maybe improve your quality of life and also romanticizing things. I was going to make a separate episode just entirely on romanticizing things, but I feel like I kind of did that in my episode. Um, it was, I think, titled like Enjoy the Little Things or something, which is, it, that's romanticizing stuff. But I kind of wanted to incorporate the idea of romanticizing your life into the topic of improving the quality of your life. Because I feel like you'll meet a handful of people throughout your life that just, they're just always unhappy. There's always something wrong. And at this point in my life, take a shot every time I say life, there are so many simple solutions to different problems that you might come across throughout your life. But at the same time, when you're going through those things personally, you don't think about those solutions. You're kind of just in the middle of going through all the feelings, all the emotions, and you kind of have to get through that before you do realize those solutions. But I just think that there are some people that just can't understand how to go about their life in a way to just make things easier for themselves. Like there, I saw this TikTok kind of a while ago, and it was this guy saying that there are truly people that get upset when there's nothing to complain about. Like their entire personality and their entire way of going about their day-to-day life is complaining about something. And maybe they have a group of friends that they like to complain with, and then Maybe, you know, they like to complain on social media and stuff like that, and that is what they like doing, and they actually thrive off of having things go wrong and having things to complain about. And I I think that's so interesting because when you think about the quality of your own life, you want things to go well. You want to like your job. You want to love your friends and family. You want to live in a place where you're super happy and you know, you're comfortable and you like where you are and you're looking forward to the next thing. And then in in the guy's TikTok, it's honestly true. I have met a couple people throughout my life that just constantly complain and they actually like it. And they kind of try to make a situation more difficult than it needs to be for the sole purpose of having something to complain about of having something to talk about with, you know, that group of friends that they might like to complain with, like I said before. And it's just, it's so strange because I, seriously, when I think of the quality of my life and when you think about other people's lives, 
you would think everyone wants things to be positive, to be happy, to be uplifting. And I don't know. I'm kind of rambling. I don't know where I'm going with that. But today I really wanted to talk about just kind of how to improve the quality of your life if things aren't going too well, if you're getting really annoyed, if you're getting anxious, if you're extra stressed on a day-to-day basis and at the end of every day you kind of think like, "Mm, that wasn't a great day, blah, blah, blah. Just different ways to improve the quality of your life through romanticizing. I feel like that's kind of how I'm going to tie in romanticizing to this topic today is just when you do romanticize certain things and when you change your mindset on a day-to-day basis of just mundane things that might currently bother you, your life can honestly get a lot better. And I feel like it's very important to make sure that you are living a happy life, that you do like your day-to-day life, even if it changes day to day, even if you don't have a specific routine, if you don't know what you're doing next week, next month, next year, stuff like that doesn't matter as long as you personally, like deep down, you are happy with yourself and you are happy with where you are, where you could be going in the future. You're happy with who you have in your life, even if it's just one person. Like, you don't have to be someone that has a big group of friends and a massive family and you're always going on tropical vacations and stuff. It's like, when you really sit yourself down and you think about the important things in life, which I feel like are the little things, the little things are important, right? It, I am rambling so much right now. I just lost my train of thought that I don't have notes in front of me for this episode. I really am just talking into my microphone sitting on my bed right now. But when you do look at the important things in your life and you really just focus on what's going to make you happy and you just you stop complaining about everything around you, things can get a lot easier and you can just be a lot happier in general, which I think is very important because when you are happier on a day-to-day basis... Every single thing, every single thing, the things that aren't even in your life right now, the things that will come to you in the future, it's all just going to be 10 times better when you're content with who you are, where you are, what you're doing, literally no matter what. And I know that talking about like, oh, be happy with what you have, like, look, look at the good things, don't focus on the bad things. That's easy to say coming from someone who does have a good life. Like, I have had a great childhood. I have great relationships with my family members and my friends and all of that stuff. So I understand that there are situations where I probably don't understand them. I probably have never experienced them on a personal level to where I can sit here and say, oh, just just push it aside, just focus on the good things, don't worry about it. But I'm not trying to sound tone deaf. I'm not trying to sound, you know, like I don't understand what actually goes on in the real world because I do live in the real world. You know, I don't, I'm not someone that grew up getting everything handed to them, getting everything that I could possibly want. I I worked jobs all throughout college. There were times where, you know, I couldn't do social things because I was working and I have student debt, you know, I didn't get everything paid for and things like that. So it's not, I'm not trying to come from like a point of like, oh, I have everything that I've ever wanted in my life. Everything has always gone my way. And I just don't understand why other people aren't happy all the time. What's up with that? 
that's not at all what I'm trying to say. Just a little disclaimer in there. I don't want to come across as being absolutely ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like the main issue that a lot of people have when it comes to not enjoying their lives as much as they possibly could, I truly feel that it all comes from comparison. So, uh, this episode is about a few different things. So, it's like, you know, the quality of life. I'm going to talk about romanticizing things. The fact that comparison really is the thief of joy. And I feel like as I've gotten older, I have truly realized that comparing yourself, even it could be your looks, it could be your outfit, it could be the makeup you're wearing, it could be the shoes that you own, it could be the car that you drive, the house that you live in, the apartment you have, whatever it is, whatever you are comparing to other people, whether you know them personally, if you see it in shows and in movies, if you see it on social media, people that you went to school with, You could see it on social media from people that you have never met in your life and you still compare yourself to them. And I feel like a lot of the time, the people that you know that constantly complain, that constantly have something wrong in their life, that constantly are upset about one thing or another, I feel like it all stems from comparison. They always end up being upset about their job, being upset about how their day went. When they compare it, to other things going on that are outside of their control that have absolutely nothing to do with them. And it really is interesting because when you sit down and think about what is important in your life, are you healthy? Are you safe? Are you happy? Are you doing what you want to do? If the answer to any of those things is no, then you need to take a look at yourself. You don't need to look at other people. You don't need to say, oh, no, I'm really not happy with how my day went and I'm not happy in general. Um, And then when you sit down and think to yourself, oh, why am I not happy? Well, because, you know, my friend, I was supposed to meet up with them last weekend and they canceled because they had plans and then I didn't have plans and I felt bad for myself. And then I went out downtown and I didn't like my outfit. There were so many other more attractive people around me and I felt so ugly. I hated the way I looked, hated the way I felt. And then, oh, I'm not that happy. You know, I don't feel great in my own body because I was scrolling through Instagram and someone I follow posted a bikini picture and they looked amazing and I don't look like that and now I'm unhappy. When you actually look at the things that most people complain about on a day-to-day basis, it has nothing to do with themselves. It is always in comparison to someone, to something else, to a whole group of people, whatever it is, it is always in comparison. And it really is interesting because if you were to take comparison out of the equation completely, if no one, and and this is something that will never go away, everyone's always going to compare themselves to other people. Like I said, it could be your friends and your family, people you know personally, or it could be strangers on the internet that you've never met. It could be a celebrity that is on the cover of a magazine. It's, it's going to exist until the end of time. Unfortunately, that's just the real world. That's how things work. But if you can honestly kind of train your brain into not caring about those things, the way you will feel so content with yourself, it is absolutely insane. And I'm sitting over here thinking, 
or not thinking, I'm actually saying out loud, like, oh, don't compare yourself. When you don't compare yourself, you feel so happy. Just like me, I don't compare myself and I am so happy. That is completely false. That is absolutely false. I, of course, compare myself to other people. I compare where I am in life to other people. I compare the amount of money I have to other people. Like I said, the shoes, the clothes, all of that. I do that all the time. I absolutely do. But what I have come to realize is when I am able to just sit myself down one-on-one, just me, I could be in the bathroom, I could be in my room, I could be in my car, wherever I am, take a few minutes to be by yourself and just say, no one cares. No one gives a shit. If we're all being honest, this is something that's kind of harsh to tell someone when they are going through uh, you know, a little difficult spell when they're going through feeling down about themselves, about their job, about their relationships, stuff like that. And you start to realize as they're venting to you that they are just comparing their life to something that isn't their own. You know, everyone's life is different from everyone else's. Everyone has their own path. Everyone's going to do something different. You're going to do you. They're going to do them. And everyone just needs to focus on themselves. And so when you are, maybe you have a friend that's venting to you, this is kind of a harsh thing to say, but it's honestly the truth. It's like, look, stop talking, stop complaining, because no one cares about you in that way. Obviously, your friends and family care about you, and that's not what I'm trying to say with this. Your significant other cares about you, obviously. But I'm saying when you are scrolling through social media, maybe you're on your own Instagram page and you're looking through all the photos you've ever posted and you're looking at some of them and you're like, oh, I really, oh, my makeup in that is so bad. Why did I wear that outfit that night? That looks so bad. I should just delete this photo. Maybe I'll archive it so that I can come back to it later if I change my mind, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? No one gives a shit. No one, unless you are a celebrity unless you have headlines written about you on a day-to-day basis, no one is going through your entire Instagram page judging every single photo you've ever posted. And if they are, guess what? They're the problem. You're not. Your outfit that you wore that night that you didn't like, that's not the problem. The person judging you is the problem. And it's, it's honestly one of those things. Like I said, it'll never go away. We're always going to compare ourselves, but when you can sit yourself down and actually tell yourself, look, it does not matter. If someone stares at you because you're wearing the outfit that makes you feel most comfortable and confident, but maybe everyone else around you is wearing something different, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? If it's something that's wildly inappropriate, like you're walking into um, a preschool and you've got, you know, your nipples showing, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? But if it's something that like, oh, you're wearing a hot pink dress and everyone else is wearing black and white, whatever. Who, who gives a shit? That is just the mindset that you have to have. No one cares. If you're having a bad hair day, guess what? No one cares other than you. If you're feeling, you know, down about your body when you're on the beach, guess what? 
no one cares but you. If you're at the beach with your friends or your family or your significant other and one of them looks at you and says, oh, looking a little bloated today, you can, you have my permission to cut them off immediately. What is that about? That would be god awful on their part, not on your part, on their part. And I'm, I'm going on a tangent now. I feel like, have I talked about this 20 different times throughout all of my episodes? I probably have. This is something I feel very strongly about because a massive truck just drove by. If you can hear that, I'm so sorry. But I feel like when I'm listening to people complain about things that went wrong throughout their day, about things that are bothering them, about things they're stressed over, you know, all of that stuff, a majority of the time, not all the time, because sometimes it's like, oh, you got fired from your job, that is very upsetting. Or, oh, you have the flu and you're in bed sick throwing up and that's why you did not have a good day. I'm talking about when people complain every single day and you know that they're going to complain when you talk to them and you know already what they're going to complain about. Those are the kind of situations where the quality of life that those people have It could easily be fixed. It could easily be improved by simply changing your mindset and realizing that no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Only you do. And if you can sit yourself down and say, you know what? Yeah, I had a bad hair day today and my crush didn't say hi to me. In the grand scheme of life, you ha- that that's how you have to look at things in the grand scheme of life when you are on your deathbed hopefully we all live long happy healthy lives and we you know are 100 years old and we go peacefully in our sleep right when you are on your deathbed you are not going to be thinking oh gosh remember when i was 25 and i was walking down the street and someone made fun of me because of my outfit that was so bad oh my gosh i hated that that was awful Stuff like that, stop complaining. Just stop complaining. You literally have to have the mindset of no one cares other than you. Why? Because it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of life. And if you want to improve the quality of your life, you just have to realize that it's you. It is you. It's no one else. No one else needs to be involved in your day-to-day life in order to make it good. You are in charge of making your day good. You are in charge of making your day bad. You are in charge of making your day exciting and joyful and peaceful and relaxing. Whatever you want your day to look like, you are the one that can do that. It is not up to anyone else to make you happy, to give you compliments, to make you excited. If people do that throughout your life, that is a bonus. Okay, that is not something that is guaranteed. That is a bonus. That is why, you know, when you find the right relationship, it's someone that just adds on to what is already good in your life. That That's a whole other topic, you know, of the topic of making sure you're happy on your own before you go into a relationship and things like that because you shouldn't go into a relationship expecting someone to bring you all of your happiness, all of your excitement, all of your peacefulness, that's not anyone else's job other than yours. And you kind of have to have that. You really have to have that all on your own before you go into a relationship, whether it's romantic, friendships, all of that. 
And then the good people in your life will just continue to add on to it. They will continue to just make your life better than it already was, but even without them, your life is still good. Now I'm going on another tangent. Again, that is a topic for another episode. If you want me to talk about that, let me know because I have a lot of opinions on relationships and what you should and should not do. Toxic stuff, uh, not toxic stuff, all of that. Anyways, if you can get to the point where when you are stressed, when you are upset, when you're looking at your life as a whole and you're not happy with it, if you can get to a point where you're able to sit yourself down one-on-one, not with any friends around, not with family, not getting anyone else's opinion, you're sitting yourself down, just you, and you are able to say, okay, I am unhappy because of X, Y, and Z. Make a little list. I love writing things out. Pros and cons lists, things like that. Absolutely do it. If it helps you, you can do it on your phone. You can do it in your head if you're able to do that. But write things out. Why are you upset? Why are you unhappy? And if your list looks like, you know, your job, you don't like your job, you don't like your boss, you don't like where you're living, you don't like the neighborhood you're in, you don't like the way your friends ditched you last weekend, you don't, you know, stuff like that. Most of those things, all of those things, because it's your life, all of those things you can change. You can absolutely change. And this is where the whole idea of, you know, it's easy for me to say that when I, you know, have had a great childhood, when I have had support from my parents and from my friends my entire life, stuff like that. So I understand there are situations where if you don't like where you're living, it might not be feasible for you to pack everything in boxes and pick a new apartment to live in in a new neighborhood, you know, stuff like that. But if you can make that list and come up with ways to enjoy the things that you are currently unhappy about or to change them if you're able to, you are able to change the quality of your own life. And then by doing that on your own, you're going to stop caring about what other people are doing, what other people are saying. You're not going to care what other people think because you're going to realize That it is only your opinion that matters when it comes to what you do with your own life. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I feel like it's kind of a good segue into talking about romanticizing things. So once you have that list written out of things that you might not love about the way your life is currently going, it doesn't have to be your life in general. It can be yesterday. Maybe something upset you yesterday and you have one item on your list of something that you would like to change, something you would like to improve. But I feel like it's a good segue for me to start talking about romanticizing different things in your life to kind of just make your day-to-day life a little more exciting if it isn't already. Different things, different mindsets you can have, different things you can think about so that, like I said, on a day-to-day basis, you are just happier and more content with who you are, with where you are, no matter the time, you could still be in the middle of your growth period of reaching the goals that you want to reach. You might not have reached any of your goals yet that you set for yourself in the grand scheme of life just for this year. Maybe you have like a, a, you know, a five-year span of here's where I want to be in five years and you're not even close to those goals. You can still be 
so happy on a day-to-day life when you change your mindset. And life can just be so much more peaceful when you stop caring about what other people think, what other people are saying. And I know it's so much easier said than done, but I'm going to start talking about romanticizing things because that's what I like to do and that's how I like to look at my day-to-day life to make sure that when I wake up, if I do have a stressful day ahead of me, if something annoying happened the day before, if I got into an argument with my boyfriend or something, I can still go about my day-to-day life and be as happy as I can possibly be knowing that I'm the one that controls my entire day. Just me, no one else. So yeah, I feel like if you are going about your day-to-day life and you kind of continuously think to yourself, I'm not that happy. I wish things were different. I wish I could be different. I wish I did things differently, blah, 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 blah. You wish your day-to-day life, you know, when the day came to a close, you wish you were feeling better about yourself. If you have experienced those things, whether it's frequently, every so often, maybe, you know, once every few months, even, you know, situations like that, I feel like when you romanticize the little things throughout your day-to-day life, even if you don't like your job, even if you don't like the apartment you live in, if you don't like your neighborhood, if you get seasonal depression and it's in the middle of winter and you absolutely hate it, you don't even want to step outside, if you start romanticizing the little things that you currently kind of just brush over and go about in a very mundane fashion and a very you know, it's automatic. You wake up and you automatically do things that you don't even think about because you're so focused on the things that you hate about your day-to-day life, the things that you don't like about what you're doing. If you romanticize those little things, I just think it makes your day as a whole feel so much better when you go to sleep at night. Like, you can go over all of the things you did from morning, afternoon, into the evening when you're laying in bed going to sleep at the end of the day and you can say, you know what, it wasn't that bad of a day when I actually look at it, when I actually look at the details, it wasn't that bad of a day. And by romanticizing the little things, I'm talking about romanticizing your cup of coffee in the morning, romanticizing the book that you read at the end of the day, romanticizing the lunch that you pack for yourself when you go to work, romanticizing the podcast or the music that you listen to when you're driving to and from work, romanticizing, you know, being at work, actually making a living for yourself, making money, you know, doing something with your day instead of just sitting on the couch all day. When you look at the positive side of things, even those tiny things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of life, like I said, when you get to the end of your life and you're on your deathbed, I know that's very morbid, maybe. Maybe you think that's morbid. I don't know. We all die. We are all going to die. I feel like I am content with the fact that I know someday I will die. Do I want to die uh, early? No. I want to live until I am at least 100 years old. When people say, oh, I don't want to live past 75, that baffles me. That baffles me. I love life. I want to keep living. I want to keep breathing. (laughs) You know that episode of SpongeBob where um, it's, I think it's, like, kind of an extra long episode, but there's that character, J.K.L., and Spongebob, Patrick, Sandy, and Squidward, they get stuck on, like, some island, and they meet this guy, J.K.L., and he's, like, the best surfer ever, and the only way to get back to Bikini Bottom is to surf the big one, 
And JKL, he just tells them, you know, just keep breathing. That's what I want to do until I'm like 100 years old. My great-grandmother Margaret, that's who I'm named after, great-grandma Margaret, she lived to be 105. She was born in 1907. And... She lived a fantastic life, and she was still moving. She was still living her life up until the end, and that's how I want to be. I'm getting off track. What was I saying? Literally, what was I saying? Am I going to have to listen back to this recording to figure out what I was saying? Okay, I remember what I was saying. When you look at the grand scheme of life and you're on your deathbed at the end of your long, happy life, you're not going to be thinking, obviously, like, oh, I loved my cup of coffee in the morning. Oh, the music I listened to driving to and from work. I loved that. That was such a good point in my life. I know that those little things throughout your day-to-day life are not very important. But if you are going through a hard time, if you are extra stressed, if you just are not happy with where you are right now, you're currently working towards something bigger. You're currently working towards one of your goals. You need to make sure that as you are working towards that goal, You set up little markers for yourself that you can continue to look forward to so that it's not like the only thing that's going to make you happy. The only thing that you can be excited about is when you reach that one big goal. You know, you kind of need to set up little milestones along the way before you get to that one big one. And then once you reach that milestone, set up more little ones before you get to the second big milestone and things like that. You know, when you set up your goals for yourself... You don't have to write them out. You don't even have to know of any goals when I'm talking about this right now. If nothing pops into your head of like, oh, I don't actually have any goals right now, that's totally fine. I'm just talking about the grand scheme of life. When you are going through life, you're going to hit different milestones. You're going to want to do different things throughout the course of your life. Everyone does. That That's how life goes, right? But before you get to those big points, you really need to set up little markers So that you kind of constantly have something to look forward to. I like doing this. I like making plans with friends. I like scheduling a date night with my boyfriend, even if it's a month in advance. Even if we are both incredibly busy and our schedules aren't matching up for an entire month. If we can plan a date night after that busy month is over, during that really busy time period when we don't get to really hang out much when I'm not really seeing any friends, when I feel stressed. In the back of my mind, I'm looking forward to that date night. Just like if I plan something with my friends, even when I'm stressed, in the back of my mind, I'm going to be looking forward to that. So when you romanticize the little things, if you can't plan something with your friends, if you don't have time to do a date night, if you don't have money to go on a vacation, totally fine, completely understandable. Start romanticizing The smaller things, your cup of coffee, get a cute coffee mug, get a cute little tumbler that you can take your coffee uh, to work in, you know, to keep it hot, to keep it cold, whatever kind of coffee you like. Make a cute little coffee corner in your kitchen if you have the space, if you have the time. You know, it doesn't have to be expensive. I always say stuff like this doesn't have to be expensive. Go thrifting, get a coffee mug. You can probably find a coffee pot at the thrift store. 100%. I believe you can. 100%. You can get cute little sugar and cream bowls. Make a cute little coffee corner. Romanticize your coffee. Do your skincare. Do your makeup with, you know, your nice candle in a clean bathroom. Keep your room clean. 
keep your sheets clean on your bed. When you're going to bed at night, you can maybe light a candle in your room. You can grab a book. Nothing is better than reading a good book at the end of the day. Right now, I'm reading Every Summer After. Oh my God, that is a good book. I am in love with it. I love books like that. That is that author, the author that wrote Every Summer After, that is her first ever book. It came out last year. That is her first book. So I'm excited. I hope she continues writing because that is an amazing book. If you haven't read it, I recommend it Every Summer After. It's so good. But doing little things like that, just for yourself, you know, because then you're not scrolling on social media comparing yourself. Then you're not worried about what everyone else is doing and why you're not doing it. You know you have your stuff set up throughout the day. You know what you're going to do. You're excited about doing those things. Like, you're excited about your coffee. You're excited about doing your makeup. You're excited to go to the grocery store and listen to your favorite podcast when you're driving there or your favorite album, you know, when you're driving home, whatever it is. You can focus on the things that you're doing as opposed to the things that everyone else is doing and what you're not doing. Does that make any sense? I feel like it all comes back to the whole aspect. I feel like it all comes back to the whole conversation of comparison is the thief of joy because it truly is. And like I said, next time someone's complaining to you, and obviously your friends, your family, your significant other, they're allowed to vent to you. If someone's venting to you just to get something off their chest, just to tell someone about it instead of keeping it inside of their mind and they just want to get it out, don't interrupt them and say, well, then you can change that. Then you can do a better job of making yourself happy. I don't know why you're telling me all of this. This is so pointless. Don't say that. If they start complaining to you on a daily basis and like every time you talk to them, if you call them on the phone and they always complain, if you go and meet them for coffee and they always complain, if that's the situation, then that's when you can say, look, you're complaining a lot. Everything you're complaining about is in your control. You can change it if you want to. Do you actually want to change it or are you someone that just loves having something to complain about so that I can know how to move forward from here, right? But, you know, if someone's just randomly venting to you, let them vent. But in the whole grand scheme of things, if you listen to people that are complaining about their job, about their life, about their relationship, about their friends, a lot of the time, it's things that they can change on their own. And then you can look at yourself and say, hmm, when I complain, when I'm upset about work, when I'm upset about my workout, about whatever happened at the grocery store, about, you know, the traffic on the road, going home, going to meet my friends for coffee, whatever, you can look at yourself and say, is that something that I actually need to be upset about? Or is it something that I can just change my mindset on and everything will be okay? You can be happy on your own without worrying about what everyone else is doing. I feel like I am just going in circles at this point. Am I? I am completely rambling. Every single episode I tell you, I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Let me get back on track. These are thoughts that constantly go through my head because I feel like our generation does nothing but compare themselves to everyone else. And then when you meet up with your friends, when you're catching up with your family, your significant other, whatever, there's a lot of complaining. And it's like, just sit yourself down, 
Are you happy? Are you healthy? Are you safe? Do you like where you are in life? And if the answer is no, change it. Change it. Because it's, complaining about it does nothing other than get it off your chest. But once you've complained about it once, that's all you need to do. If someone complains about the same thing more than once, they are not changing it. They're not doing anything to fix it. Because if you realize, like if you're the person that's complaining and you are telling someone, oh God, I hate my job. I absolutely hate how my boss treats me. I hate how I have to do this. I hate how early I have to wake up, blah, blah, blah. And then every time you see them, they make those same complaints. It's like, okay, I don't feel bad for you. Make a change. You can literally apply to whatever job you want. Make a change. It is so annoying to listen to continuous complaining when the solution is typically right in front of you. It's right in front of them, right? And that that goes for yourself. That goes for your friends, your family, everyone. I'm not just talking about like, oh, everyone else complains and I'm perfect. Of course I complain about things. There are plenty of things that I complain about. Like when I graduated from college and like two weeks before I even graduated, I started my full-time job And then I ended up quitting that job a month after graduation because I I couldn't take it anymore. I hate, this is literally the exact example I just gave. I had to wake up so early. I had to clock in at 5 a.m. every morning. I was doing something that had nothing to do with the degree I just got, with the degree that put me in student debt, you know? I wasn't able to hang out with my boyfriend or see my friends often. I felt tired all the time. I just didn't like what I was doing, so I kept complaining about it to my family, to my boyfriend. And then I was like, you know what? I just got my degree. I don't like what I'm doing. I can make a change if I want to, so I'm going to. So I quit. I didn't even finish my two weeks. I did one week of my two weeks notice, and then I told them, <laughs> I don't know if I've said this before, uh, so I put in my two weeks, and then one week into my two weeks, I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't even do this for one more week. Knowing that I'm already leaving, I can't do this for one more week. So I called them and told them I had COVID because you have to like quarantine for five days, which would have been that last week. And then they were like, oh, okay. Thanks for letting us know. I was like, bye. That was so, I feel like that was wrong on my part, but also I was so unhappy, just miserable. So I made a change. I did it for myself. I didn't make anyone else, you know, find me another job. I didn't bother my friends and family with it any longer once I realized that I can make that change for myself. And that goes for complaining about literally anything in life. So just all in all, I feel like I need to close this episode out because I am just going in circles. I hope that I don't sound what's his name. Um, I hope I don't sound like that guy, Noah. I don't remember his last name. You know who I'm talking about at that like award show. What did he say? It was the dumbest thing. It made absolutely no sense. He was trying to be like really profound and say something like important about life. I need, hang on, I need to find what he said because that was hilarious. Okay, okay, Noah Centenio. I hope that's how you say it. He said, it matters not what you've done, but what you do with what you've done for others. Thank you. (laughs) I hope I don't sound like that. I hope that what I'm saying makes sense. I'm not trying to be some profound like, oh, I found the meaning of life 
and you need to follow my word. No, that's not what I'm saying. This is just a thought that goes through my head. I can't stand when people constantly complain about the same thing over and over again and you literally just have to tell them, shut up, make a change for yourself if you're able to make that change or just be happy that you're healthy, that you're safe, that you've got a roof over your head. Shut up. Enjoy what you have. Try and enjoy your day-to-day life and stop complaining because complaining gets you absolutely nowhere. And when you realize that you can be happy on your own and you can be happy with what you do have, you can romanticize the little things. You can look at the grand scheme of life. When you are sitting on your own deathbed, I keep saying when you're sitting on your deathbed, sorry about it, just what what's important to you? What's important to you? Because I can guarantee you the thing that you are currently complaining about in your 20s, that's not going to be an issue. It's not going to be an issue. So please just kind of look at everything as a whole. If you're happy, if you're healthy, if you're safe, that's all that matters. And if you're not any of those things, if you're, well, if you're not safe, you might need to contact someone. If that's, if that's a situation, if you're complaining about something where you're truly in danger, you need help. You need to tell people about that. Don't keep that to yourself. But I'm talking about being unhappy with work, being unhappy with friendships, with a relationship, whatever. Make a change for yourself because it's no one else's job to make you happy. That's your own job. And then once you make that change for yourself, once you start doing those things to better your own life on your own, you're going to be so much more relaxed. You're going to be so much happier. You're going to look at things that may have previously bothered you, things that may have annoyed you, things that you would spend a week thinking about after the fact. You're not going to do any of those things anymore. You're going to go about your life in such kind of like a carefree way, not carefree in a dangerous way, but carefree in a way where it's like, oh, you think differently than me, where it's like, oh, you have different opinions than me. Cool. I, I really don't care. You think what you think. I think what I think. Awesome. We can all get along. It's totally fine. We're all individual people. You do you. I'll do me. It's totally fine. I just am so happy that I am like at a point where I'm just content with what I'm doing. If you want to think differently than me, cool. Whatever. If you don't agree with what I'm saying, if you don't agree with what I think, okay, whatever. Doesn't need to be a big deal. Who cares? Literally, who cares in the grand scheme of things? Does that make me sound like a hippie? I don't know. Maybe. But anyways, that's kind of all I wanted to say today. Those are my random thoughts. I started recording this at 5 p.m. at 7.30. I took a dinner break. I took a little TikTok break. This, okay, if you have TikTok, (laughs) there's this guy that is just absolutely hilarious. Quite literally, I could stalk his entire page every single day and re-watch all of his videos and laugh at them every single time. Peyton King on TikTok is hilarious. He's like, like the videos, they're like cringy, but it, it's just go watch all of his videos if you haven't. Also, I have been binge listening, I guess, is binge listening to music, like binge watching shows and movies and stuff. I just love Greta Van Fleet. I can't get enough of them. I truly cannot get enough. So maybe I'll start giving you guys recommendations in my episodes. Recommendation number one, go watch Peyton King on TikTok. 
Recommendation number two, always listen to Greta Van Fleet. And Greta Van Fleet, their TikTok, hilarious. There's two TikTok recommendations and a music recommendation because why not? But I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope I was able to form my thoughts into words and actually make sense. Don't know if I did. Really hope I did. But I hope you're enjoying this. I hope you had an amazing day, an amazing week, whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you for the next episode. And you know what? For the next episode, I am going to write out my thoughts in front of me. I am going to make a Google Doc like I typically do, but I did not do for this episode, if you couldn't tell. And I'm actually going to try and stay on track for what I am going to talk about next week so that it can be a little bit better of a listening experience for you guys. But I hope you enjoyed it. This is going to sound weird. This is going to sound weird. Give me a five-star rating on Spotify. Why not? It's super easy. If you go on Spotify, if you're listening to this on Spotify, just hit five stars. Why not? It's easy. So I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. And I will see you for the next episode. Bye. But all that being said, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you're having a great day and I will see you for the next episode. Bye.